This is Kaylee Chella reporting with today's top stories. Police in Northern California say they're responding to an active shooter at the YouTube headquarters. The San Bruno Police Department told people on Facebook to stay away from the area Tuesday. There was no other immediate information. Google, which owns the online video website, posted on Twitter that the company is coordinating with authorities. City manager Connie Jackson says there have been multiple 911 calls reporting a shooting and that police and fire officials have responded. Television images showed people leaving the building in a line, holding their arms in the air for police to inspect as they were leaving the building. Officers then patted down people grouped outside. We'll keep you updated as this story unfolds. President Trump said Tuesday he wants to use the military to secure the U.S.-Mexico border until his promised border wall is built. Speaking during a visit with Baltic leaders, Trump said he's been discussing the idea with his defense secretary, Jim Mattis, saying, quote, We're going to be doing things militarily. Until we can have a wall and proper security, we're going to be guarding our border with the military, calling the measure a quote-unquote big step that had rarely been done before. Federal law prohibits the use of active duty service members for law enforcement inside the U.S. unless specifically authorized by Congress. But over the past 12 years, presidents have twice sent National Guard troops to the border to bolster security and assist with surveillance and other support. The White House Counsel's Office has been working on the idea for several weeks. Trump has been deeply frustrated about the lack of progress building what was the signature promise of his campaign, a quote-unquote big, beautiful wall along the Mexican border. He's previously suggested using the Pentagon's budget to pay for building the wall, arguing it is a national security priority, despite strict rules that prohibit spending that's not authorized by Congress. At the Pentagon, officials were struggling to answer questions about the plan, including rudimentary details on whether it would involve National Guard members, as similar programs in the past have done. But officials appeared to be considering a model similar to a 2006 operation in which former President Bush deployed National Guard troops to the southern border in an effort to increase security and surveillance. The Associated Press reports that President Trump offered a measured gesture of support for the embattled head of the Environmental Protection Agency on Tuesday. But those words of encouragement for Scott Pruitt also came with a White House warning about the ethical questions surrounding his travel spending and ties to Washington lobbyists. Declining to reiterate publicly his private praise for Pruitt's work, Trump told reporters, quote, I hope he's going to be great. In a phone call Monday, Trump told the EPA chief, quote, we've got your back and urged him to, quote, keep his head up and keep fighting, according to two administration officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity. But two other officials, also without authority to be identified, said the praise referred to Pruitt's work in loosening environmental regulations that the Trump administration has argued hamstring manufacturers in provoking blowback from environmental groups. Those officials added that the call's tone was not entirely positive and that the White House is displeased by the cloud over Pruitt. They also said John Kelly, Trump's chief of staff, delivered a warning to Pruitt about the White House's displeasure. Trump has repeatedly offered praise for embattled members of his administration, even while privately plotting their ouster and interviewing replacements. And on Tuesday, Representative Carlos Corbello, a South Florida Republican, became the first GOP member of Congress to join Democrats in calling on Pruitt to resign or be fired. In a tweet, Corbello said Pruitt's, quote, corruption scandals are an embarrassment to the administration, and his conduct is grossly disrespectful to American taxpayers. Pruitt has come under intense scrutiny for his use of a Capitol Hill condominium owned by the wife of prominent Washington lobbyist Stephen Hart, whose firm represents fossil fuel companies. An agency ethics official at the EPA has insisted that Pruitt's lease didn't violate federal ethics rules. A memo signed by Kevin Minoli contends that Pruitt's $50 a night rental payments constitute a fair market rate. 
Pruitt's lease, however, required him to pay just for nights that he actually occupied the unit. Pruitt actually paid a total of $6,100 over the six-month period he leased the condo, which is an average of about $1,000 a month. Current rental listings for two-bedroom apartments in the neighborhood show they typically go for far more than what Pruitt paid. A two-bedroom townhouse on the same block as the one leased by Pruitt was advertised for rent on Monday at $3,750 a month. The Associated Press reports that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein explicitly authorized the Justice Department's special counsel to investigate allegations that President Trump's former campaign chairman colluded with the Russian government, according to a court filing late Monday night. Special counsel Robert Mueller's team of prosecutors included that detail in a memo defending the scope of their investigation, which so far has resulted in criminal charges against 19 people and three Russian companies. Paul Manafort, who led the Trump campaign for several months in 2016, has challenged Mueller's authority and asked a judge to dismiss an indictment charging him with crimes including money laundering, conspiracy, and false statements. He said Mueller, who was assigned to investigate potential coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign, overstepped his bounds by charging him for conduct that occurred years before the 2016 presidential election. But in their new filing, prosecutors revealed that Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller, wrote a memo last August that outlined the scope of Mueller's appointment. The memo, which had not been released publicly and remains redacted in parts, said that Mueller was empowered to investigate allegations that Manafort, quote, committed a crime or crimes by colluding with Russian government officials to interfere with the presidential election. None of the charges Manafort currently faces alleges coordination with the Kremlin, and Manafort's attorneys had used that point to argue that Mueller had exceeded his authority by bringing charges against him, accusing him of various financial crimes and acting as an unregistered foreign agent on behalf of Ukrainian interests. But Monday's filing appears to undercut that argument. In addition to authorizing the Russia collusion investigation of Manafort, Rosenstein also specifically authorized Mueller to investigate any crimes related to payments Manafort received from the Ukrainian government during the tenure of former Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych. The description largely outlines the charges against Manafort, which mostly relate to allegations that he conspired to launder tens of millions of dollars he received from his Ukrainian political consulting into his work on Yanukovych's behalf. Manafort has pleaded not guilty and denied any wrongdoing related to Russian election interference. Signing off for the Anchor News Rundown, this is Kaylee Chella reporting.